I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It is Christmas time, dear listener, and that means there are plenty of Christmas deals going on over at Isotope and Native Instruments. If you're recording at home or if you want to get into home recording, then there's no better way to do it. Guitar nerds have been using Native Instruments and Isotope plugins for everything from guitar tones to synths to podcast editing to mastering. Their plugins are top notch. They're doing mega bundles for their Ozone and Neutron editing suite, along with their RX Audio Repair and Guitar Rig 7, which is very good. Plus, they're even doing a Christmas freebie. Visit native-instruments.com to download a free copy of Glaze, a nice little vocal instrument for your new Christmas record. Matt. Joe. It's, uh, it's the last podcast in season four. So, you know, I've been uh, I've been putting together the best dad joke that I've been sent by a listener. I'm pulling that one out for tonight. All right, let's hear it. This one's from Peter Pesci. Why is a tweed baseman the best Christmas gift? Why? Because it has a knob to add more presents. <laughs> Dear listener, hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello, Joe. That joke, although terrible, was Mm. the most relevant joke I think we've had this entire year. Exactly. Topical. We got a topical dad joke to finish the season. And that's uh, that's, that's right, dear listener. It's the end of season four, the last episode in season four, our 10th year, um, the 10th year of the guitar nerds podcast of course we've still got gear of the year to go and there's potentially a live stream but time is incredibly tight now so we'll see um but 45 episodes 46 episodes 40 yeah something like that 46 episodes but then i yeah something like 46 episodes a couple of specials and things like that normally we normally we hit 50 to be honest but uh maybe it was a short year i don't know no obviously leap year (laughs) exactly on leap year um yeah blame it blame it on the universe yeah yeah we'll blame it on the universe but dear listener before we uh before we start proceedings today matt and i would just you know as it's the last episode of the season we'd like to thank you all from the bottom of our hearts for you know continuing to listen all these years the community on facebook and patreon and instagram um 
you're always a, a real gaggle of absolutely wonderful folks. I'm very grateful uh, to be a part of the community. Matt, JD, probably Philip, and I will be back next year for season five. And of course, Gear of the Year is going to continue. We're recording on the 18th and the 19th. So Gear of the Year will be out shortly after that. Um, Can't believe fact, it. Yeah. Ten, our 10th. Tenth gear of the year, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think our first one was like 2013, 15. I, I forget. I really should know these things, but I don't have a very good memory. And I think also we just we just didn't really keep track of many things early on, did we? And then no. when things sort of changed, um, we sort of still didn't keep track of anything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, but we are Matt and I are preparing for Gear of the Year at the moment. Just before we recorded, we've been shortlisting everything, dear listener. If you're new, if you've not heard of Guitar Nerd's Gear of the Year before, at the at the end of every year, Matt and I and a couple of guests, it will be Blake Wyland from the Tone Mob and um, Philip Carter from Forty Watt Podcast. This year, we get together and we argue about what is the best guitar, the best amplifier, and the best effects pedal brought out this year we'll argue that across probably four to five hours of podcasting there'll be a crown for each of those and uh a an overall winner will be crowned as well so that's great it's always fun to argument uh, argue with the guys the gloves always come off so we'll have that that will be occurring soon and um yeah. yeah, and so uh, so I think this episode for the finale, Matt and I are going to take a look back at some of the gear that's been um, that's been released this year. We've got an incredible master list of things that have been released, but also, and we always love this, Reverb.com have put out their list of bestsellers, both pre-owned and products sold new. They've done that for their guitars and uh, effects category, not for their amp, amps category. And I guess that maybe is testament to how few amplifiers are being <laughs> sold I, anymore. I, you know, it's, it is amazing. I think I um, texted the other day. I mean, I've been, you know, everyone's always got a few bits of gear in their reverb watch list. And, and so many of them are just becoming crazy cheap. Just- yeah. Yeah. I just it's it's mad. Uh, you know, I'm looking at this, and I've owned a few of these Doctor Z amps, absolutely superb. Uh, you know, Maz 18 combo reverb combo was twelve nine five, now seven nine nine, thirty nine percent price drop. I mean, that is just so cheap. Eight hundred pounds um, for a Doctor Z. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just basically people aren't buying valve amps anymore it seemingly seems that uh you know we were talking you know about gear of the year and and amps and we're like wow there's a lot less amps launched this year yeah it's um it's really you know the tides are a changing they are indeed i mean it was very handy to have uh philip carter on board because he's such an amp fan that he hunted down all of the amplifiers that were released this year so at least we had a decent list of about 20 now if you want to check out this list dear listener i have posted it on the guitar nerds facebook group uh the guitar nerds group on facebook and i have um posted it on patreon as well patreon patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds so you can check the list out there um i'll remind people of it soon add anything that you want although 
Right now, we think we've boiled it down to a shortlist of about 10 or 11 products for each category that will go into gear of the year. But yeah, the, the you know, just on the amplifier category, Matt, even right at the end of the year, and probably one of the products we will end up talking about on gear of the year, Boss have only released the IR2. Yeah, I think we're um, we're sort of saying amp slash amp modeler because, right. you know, it just, that seems to be the way that everyone is going and i mean ir2 has been yeah it's been a runaway it's been a runaway hit you know yeah, i just yeah. i think it sort of hits the perfect balance of loads of features loads of new features even for a boss compact and the right price mm-hmm. and um yeah just seems to be a runaway hit and it sounds wicked i think for any any pedal board i mean interestingly just for the uh for the listeners i've moved house which is exactly what i did last year during gear of the year and i'm not hopefully going to do it next year um but basically i haven't got an office to work in so i've packed everything away it's all in boxes all my cabs and stuff are out in the garage bought a dehumidifier to keep the you know everything sort of climate controlled in there um so i'm i'm now down to uh for the really? foreseeable future. <laughs> um, so once I get my, once I dig out a few bits, I'm going to dig out my BCB and put an IR2 on that. And that's going to be my portable little rig, I think. Just go. so I can use a few pedals as well. Cause you know, want to have a few pedals to play around with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what, even on the, in the comments section on Facebook, when I, I put out a post about gear of the year to all the listeners saying, what, what stuff do you think's cool and important? Mm. And it was funny to see comments of people saying, what about the Fender FR10 and FR12? It's not an exciting product, but it's a cab that will work with all the preamp pedals out there. You obviously don't have to use it with the Tone Master Pro. You use it with anything, mm. but it actually looks nice, you know, and that's the problem that Helix had, the problem that I think Headrush did one. Loads of companies mm. have done powered speakers, but they always make them wedge-shaped or something silly. No one actually makes them look like an amplifier, and I think no one wants to get rid of the look of an amplifier. Well, People that's the have thing, just isn't it? found that preamps are more convenient. People want to still, I think that's the thing. You know, I've talked to a lot of people who have switched to quad cortex or modelers and actually, you know, the general vibe is you still want to move a bit of air on stage. You know, yeah. it's like the sound is great, but you still want to feel something. And and I think, yeah, you can go the route of a kind of really generic, really sort of utilitarian looking thing, but actually you want the vibe of still just why people have you know 12 four by 12s on stage even if they're all <laughs> empty because you just you want that look you want that feel yeah um so i think you know it's a it is a dead boring product but it's useful and potentially you know needed by a lot of people yeah. um so you know yeah i think there's been some great stuff this year and it's going to be really interesting to sort of go through I think gear of the year is always good for us because it also allows us to remember what happened in January and February, because I don't know about you, Joe, but this year is like flown by and I'm absolutely like in December and gone. I can't, what actually happened this year? I can't can't keep up this year. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, this this year has felt um, strange and difficult as as I would probably sum up this year. Um, So it's good to always round things up um and just kind of go oh yeah this was launched and we didn't talk about that and you know we said even in the last episode just to 
you know, there's probably like a pedal launched every single day. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's just like you can't you can't even get around to trying all that stuff. And brands, you know, especially brands like even Chase Bliss now, where they're going direct, um, it's not as easy to get your hands on stuff. So, you know, again, gear of the year is going to be that mixture of, you know, what we liked, what we like the look of, what the and also taking into account the audience reaction on a lot of stuff as well as our own yeah. experiences on gear as, as well. That's it. That's it. Like, well, even, you know, putting together the, the top 10 for gear of the year, um, uh, you know, F- Philip Carter was arguing that, uh, you know, we're not going to talk about the full top 10 because this is gear of the year subject, but Philip Carter was arguing that the, um, the cloudburst, the Strymon cloudburst was not an exciting enough pedal to be in the top 10. Mm. Um, but it's problematically, so it? <laughs> it's the best-selling effects pedal on Reverb this year. So there's no way we can't talk about it. Know. But you know, there's it's things like that, isn't it? You've got to balance what's popular with what's good and innovative. You mm. know, we you know we we probably will talk about the um, uh, the Frankenstein. Um, yeah. the, the EVH Frankenstein, which, you know, certainly has not been popular. Like, it's a great guitar, but I mean, they haven't sold loads because they didn't make loads. So, but it's still an exciting, incredible thing that's not been mm. made before mm. by a big brand. We'll definitely talk about it. So, Gear of the Year will always have that balance, when it, of innovation and popularity. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Like. Well, and yeah, and then what we like, and then screw everyone else because uh, you know everyone else made a green jazz master, and we would have definitely made a bubblegum pink um, strat. Which, uh, funny enough, I saw that it's now that has been a limited edition UK release. Um, they've done a bubblegum pink ultra strat. I think um, I've seen pop up in a Fender ultra strat and bubblegum pink. I've seen pop up in a few shops. Well, I mean, there, so. you know, it's not just Fender and Vintage doing that sort of thing. The affordable Manson guitars, the Junior, that you yeah. you sent over to me, Matt, earlier. The uh, single humbucker in the bridge, bubblegum pink, black guard. Um, yeah, great-looking guitar. I mean, you know, if you're a fan of uh, our you know, dear friend uh, Mikey Demas, you know, certainly got those kind of vibes, but they are um, – that's definitely a killer news story uh, for me in the last couple of weeks, these Manson Guitar Works. So Manson, the guitar store, is closed. Manson Guitar Works continues and is now part-owned or fully-owned by Matt Bellamy. Yeah. Muse. And, yeah, these juniors are UK-built, single humbucker um, guitars. Probably, you know, trying to gain a little bit of um, airtime from um, Trent, you know, which to me has been the runaway guitar brand of, of the year certainly yeah. from it from a uk um perspective just yeah i can't believe how you know the the fact that there's a trend on jhs um all of a sudden you know it's uh th- those, know. those guitars are everywhere but yeah these these manson junior models that they're making the the finishes are fantastic i mean you want to make a statement the finish options are limited to open pour neon green miami blue neon pink dry satin black and vivid mustard yellow what a color palette i know i know well you know why not i think um it's again it it seems to be the trend i think at the moment um for guitars you know and i still think pink is becoming a a growing trend and i still think that it's down to to us (laughs) 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it probably is. Um, now, dear listener, before we uh, before we carry on and we talk about a bunch of new things that have come out this year, I need to let you know that we are running a bit of a giveaway over on Instagram. We've teamed up with Music Nomad, who have been kindly sponsoring the podcast for the last half a year or so. And um, Music Nomad are giving away one of their Keep It Simple setup kits, which is a great toolkit that includes like a box set of Allen Key or Allen Wrenches to the... Uh, uh, to the Americans, um, and a uh, another sort of screwdriver and screwdriver tip kit. And then there's a complete setup kit in there with a setup guide, all the files, all the measuring tools that you need, and some great information on how to perfectly set up your guitar, like a literal step-by-step guide and every tool that you need to do it. It's fantastic. I think the kits are like 250 quid for the whole thing. And so we're giving that away along with a Guitar Nerds tote bag and a Guitar Nerds Bright Onion Unlatched Kill Switch Mini Pedal. We're giving those things all away. And all you've got to do... And maybe I made this a little bit too hard because I really didn't have that many entries for the first few hours. Uh, um, We've had, actually, it was uh, um, put together by Mike Venart, the uh for us just because he's a uh, he's in a relationship with the um with jessica jumpers who designs all the guitar nerds logo so he came up with this idea for the guitar nerds logo each letter is in the the font of a different guitar brand and you've got to tell me what each of those brands is um i like it i like yeah. it i think it's a good challenge i mean we could have done name a famous orange distortion pedal but that's no fun you know <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. christmas why don't you have a bit of a quiz exactly exactly it is a bit of a quiz so uh, so head over onto our instagram guitar notes on instagram and enter to win all that stuff dear listener um it it's open worldwide and i'll close the proceedings after christmas so you've got plenty of time to do that lovely stuff now let's uh, let's dig into things. Let's talk about some new things that have uh, that have come out. Should we have a look at these reverb lists, Matt? We should. So I guess um, for anyone not aware, or maybe a new listener or new to guitar, so reverb, um, the sort of huge online selling platform worldwide every year publish a list of their best-selling products, both new products, so products sold as new, not necessarily new this year, and also um, best overall selling products and best sort of used um, kind of products. And it's um, it's been an in- a very interesting one this year because um, for long-term listeners might remember that last year the uh, Microcosm, was a two-year-in-a-row top seller for Reverb. Um, but as we'll find out, maybe not the case this year. So, Joe, where do you want to start? Uh, well, as you've started with effects, why not? Why don't we start with effects pedals? Let's do um, it. Let's so do it. straight off the bat then, the best-selling pedals released in 2023 – that's how they've uh, how they've done the effects pedals, uh, and they release their top ten. So I'll go, you know, I'll I'll go in ascending order. Um, in at number ten, the Electro Harmonics. Good to see them in there. They're in here a couple of times this year. Electro Harmonics, Walking on the Moon, Andy Summers' signature pedal. I didn't even remember 
this was a thing. No, but it is very cool because it's, you know, it's an electroharmonics big old box flanger filter thing. It's it's unusual, it's cool, it's retro. People aren't caring so much about pedalboard real estate anymore because everyone has massive pedal boards so you can treat yourself to something cool and different mm. plus this pedal looks amazing it's it's kind of uh what electro harmonics do best yeah i mean it's kind you know it's, that is the sound you know if you want to play walking on the moon which lots of people do it is that pedal and you know, then you can get it with Andy's um, Andy Summer's signature on it, and it's filthily um, cheap. It's like one hundred and thirty quid. Yeah, very cool. I think it looks kind of cool. I think um, it's amazing. It would have been great if they'd have reissued it in the big box, but I yeah. think probably not economical to do that. But interesting to see that at number ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A very cool pedal. In at number nine, I am uh, not surprised at this because I know the people at Peterson and they were telling me how ridiculous <laughs> uh, the demand for these has been. The Peterson Strobo Stomp Mini. So that is a Peterson strobe tuner in a smaller format with top-mounted jazz jacks. So it will fit uh, more neatly onto a pedal board. And, I mean, the screen is still colossal there are so many different ways that you can set it up to tune that's you know that that is uh, the way you want it dear listener there, there's no clearer a tuner out there you know yeah do you know uh, it's um it's interesting because this is not the only tuner pedal launched this year uh, obviously <laughs> we've seen the walrus canvas and i'm i'm surprised that um I don't think we're seeing it on this list. Which it's not on this list, no. But I think popular. the the Peterson Strobosomp Mini came out about six months ago, so it's got a, a little while on the. Camera. Well, you say that, Joe, but at number eight is the Wampler Germanium Tumnus, which came out last week. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Um, I saw that it was selling for like five or six hundred quid when they're in. Well, there's none available now. I think they're none, on reverb edition. right now. None on reverb right now. But I saw that there was a couple going for like six hundred quid. I'm <sighs> like, people, come on. <laughs> um, you know, Brian's Brian's great. The Tumnus is an awesome pedal, and great to uh, for him to do it in the in the Germanium. Oh, a Germanium version. version of that pedal is just, you know, it's going to be. Yeah, I, d- I didn't actually even realise it was um, it was limited, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that it's just it's just crazy. I tell you what's interesting, actually, just before we move on to the next one. Yeah, um, one of the things that isn't on this list um, is the JHS Not a Clon because they actually yeah. sold that direct, right? Um, and uh, there was a video from JHS reckon they'd sold twenty thousand. I mean, not surprising at ninety nine ninety nine dollars, but uh, do bear that in mind because a few people might be like, "Oh, but this looked really popular." And this launch, you know, Chase Bliss Lossy, for example, they, they because they will sell direct, they don't sell on reverb or they don't sell to dealers that then sell on reverb. Uh, they don't necessarily appear on this list, but yeah, yeah. interesting that Wampler germanium tumnus that was only out for a week it was limited and it sold out straight away so um which i guess is a similar story to number seven 
Since 2010, Music Nomad Equipment Care has been making premium and innovative guitar care products used and trusted every day by top guitar repair shops, guitar makers and touring techs in over 50 countries. Pro quality but affordable, Music Nomad is also the go-to for countless guitar players around the globe to help their guitars look, sound and play their best. After two years of research and development and in collaboration with top guitar repair shops, Music Nomad developed in 2021 the keep it simple setup aka kiss and now thousands of guitar players from beginners to pros have learned how to set up their own guitar they demystified the guitar setup process by developing innovative precision gauges and tools combined with step-by-step general guidelines anyone can follow and set up their guitar to play and sound great with their KISS method and their gauges, you can check the vital areas of your guitar and use their toolkits to perform your own setups. They have a 24-page instructional booklet available in seven languages, downloadable for free, and many how-to videos, both by setup tasks as well as many complete setup video tutorials for popular brands such as Fender, Gibson, Taylor, PRS, and more. Not only is it fun, but a properly set-up guitar takes your playing and sound to a whole new level. Learn more at musicnomadcare.com. Their website has a very cool setup hub section where you can find everything you need to know so you can start setting up your guitar properly. Follow them on social media at, at musicnomadcare. Kiss your guitar with Music Nomad's Keep It Simple Setup. <laughs> yes, exactly. In at number seven, the Fender Shields Blender. Of course, this was going to um, get into this this list. Such a variance. I'm seeing prices on reverb varying from £216 to £437. Um, mm. Well, yeah. it's, it's interesting because obviously they sort of uh, made the limited one. And then almost straight away, they were like, oh, and here's a standard one. And then those ones also sold out, even though they're not limited. Um, They obviously couldn't make enough. And those ones are going for sort of crazy money as well. So, um, yeah, very, very cool Very cool pedal. Very cool. I just, I have too many other octave fuzzes. I think this is the interesting thing for me, having moved house and everything being in a box, because once uh, I've got my sort of office space and everything set up, um it's going to be interesting to kind of get everything out and go i you know i'm really thinking next year joe it's going to be you know, i love having loads of pedals but i'm thinking yeah. maybe i should you know color a few things you know put it towards something else don't know well Matt, I, I redid my pedal board this week right okay the new <laughs> setup on the pedal board on a pedal train novo 24 yes yeah. A Helix LT, okay. A Thorpe FX Fat General, and a Boss TU3 What W. Is that and that's it? I that's love it. it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, For guitar and bass. Yeah, uh, yes, actually, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, I tell you what, I'm just going through. I know I go through the phases, dear listener, but I'm really going through a. Oh, it is nice to have everything at my fingertips on the Helix and mm. the amount of switches that I have, and being able to have the guitar and the bass, you know, sort of uh, all my all my patches there on the yeah. same thing. That's it's it's very nice, and certainly I'm I'm a big fan of some of the new the new 
uh, pedals and amp models that they've rolled out. Right. And, yeah. So I'm not actually using the amp models uh, live. Obviously, that's it's just going straight into my guitar amp. Right. Right. But yeah. you know, they they one of the one of the pedals that they put on the last update was a model of the um it, it was the, what they call it their of the noble preamp so they're calling it the regal preamp I, I i like the fact that you're using a basically i know obviously they're expensive but you're using a helix lt as a as <laughs> as a di effectively <laughs> you're modeling using it straight in and yeah. you're modeling a di it's just you know <laughs> yeah, i am but that di is 1800 quid that is very true. That is very true. Actually, as a, as a small digression, I actually, just before uh, we moved, uh, two days before I packed everything away, I got an HX, the HX1 arrived. Yes. Um, so we'll definitely be sell talking you H9 about, then? I think I am. And we'll talk about that <gasps> a little bit more at, uh, at Gear of the Year. But wow. it's a great pedal. Uh, it wow. really, really is. And there's a lot of great advantages over the h9 i definitely think the h9 wins out in some places right i see but um i've got to say for 249 quid i don't know why people were moaning it's brilliant and if you want more you want to use more than one effect just buy a stomp yeah just buy a stomp um so uh so yeah i'll be good to talk about that in gear of the year anyway yes yeah we certainly will well i've been getting some real sort of death threats about the uh about it, you know if we should let the hx1 win a lot of people are unhappy that it is <laughs> the, the same product in a different box and i'm really excited about it but we'll yeah see. i don't yeah, know i don't know we'll see we won't talk about it anymore for now but yeah we'll see <laughs> yeah, i promise nothing uh in at number six then um, on the reverb list for best new pedals in uh, uh, released in 2023. Keely, Keely, you're always in. It's lovely to see them there because, you know, he's a lovely man and it's a great company. Indeed. It is the Keely, um, the Andy Timmons Signature Overdrive, uh, the Super AT mod. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. based on the sort of classic blues driver circuit, this is the modded Andy Timmons version and limited to just 1,000 pieces worldwide, um, a serious amount of which were obviously sold on Reverb. So, yes, yeah, I guess that's the, that's the thing with limited edition stuff, isn't it? People do buy it in a short space of time, which almost gives it an overinflated position in this list. Mm, um, mm. Well, they, they, do, they do say that they... In this list, they will withhold products that are exclusive to Reverb, mm. and they do want to note a number of popular exclusives and launches we partners with this year. So some of the Reverb exclusives were the Blacked Out series from various manufacturers, the Shields Blended Limited Edition, Eventide's H90 Harmonizer, Disaster Transport Delay Legacy Reissue, and Friedman's IRX Dual Tube Preamp, as well as Alex Lyson's uh lisa x by tour lisa x by tour yeah um so they are excluded from this list although they were popular and uh essentially uh popular exclusive or launches that reverb partnered with this year right. uh, should we do the uh the, the top five then joe where are we at the top five yeah let's do the top five in at number five matt this is terrible a pedal i've never heard of uh, i can only agree i have no idea never wasn't aware of the launch is. of this the significance of this clearly people have been very excited about it and it has just passed me by i'm talking about the karma odr 10 
Yeah, so this is a clone from Tim Pierce's uh, legend on uh, YouTube, Tim Pierce's Nobles ODR. Um, I mean, I have a Nobles ODR. It's well good, but also they're 100 quid. I know, this is very bizarre. And uh, yeah, I've got to be honest, uh, didn't even know this was a thing. No. Well, the I, I mean, I'm sure it's fantastic. I'm just, uh, you know, I get a bit, you know... That Nobles ODR one, or whatever it is, I think it is ODR yeah, one. I it's, think um, it's, in, it's a fantastic overdrive pedal, and it can't be improved upon because it is just right. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, you know what's interesting. Uh, you know, going into number four, I'm surprised to see this on here: the EHX Slapback Echo reissue. Love um, it. Just- Electro harmonics back in. Back in. I, th- I think the interesting thing with this is it was just dead cheap. So it was yeah. just like a good bit of fun. Uh, you know, I'm sure Josh at JHS helped by doing a short video on it um, as well. But yeah, this is basically, I think, what, two or three fixed times? Well, and I then you've just s- got a gain and blend and that's it. To, to be honest, Matt, I only use delay for slapback on my pedal board. Yeah. I, so just have, it all, I have it on all the time. And I, I use the um, the Anna Sounds uh, Utopia delay, right? Because it has like a little bit of modulation. But on a slapback, you can't really hear that anyway. Mm. Um, you know, if if I was starting from scratch and that was the sound I wanted, why not get this ridiculously cheap, very small pedal that sounds great? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. £73. Yeah, I'm back. So very, very cool. So that's um, number four. Yeah, number three, uh, Earthquaker Devices. Yes! Light Legacy Reissue. Yes. Um, so again, another limited um, product here, only limited to 2,000 units worldwide based on the OD205 and Distortion Plus Circuit MXR Distortion Plus. Um, There's been a lot of talk recently about Earthquaker Devices losing their, you know, lordship over the boutique pedal I think range. It's, it's interesting because, you know, if you look at Earthquaker, if you look at Walrus, if you look at JHS, um, certainly Walrus and, and JHS have gone, you know, Boss was always our first brand. They were the kind of, you know, standard for beginners. And we want to have that kind of product as well. So you've seen things like the JHS 3 series or the kind of uh, the Walrus, uh, I can't remember what they call it now, um oh yes but they're, yeah, yeah they're kind of like a basic series um but all those companies that were really small boutique companies and they are still boutique companies you know in my eyes but they are sort of like mid-sized big companies they are the level beyond or just below you know boss for example yeah so you know real boutique companies are still really small um People, you know, maybe even like Ranger Effects, and they employ a few people, but I would still class them as quite small. Whereas Earthquaker, you know, if you go on their website now, same as Walrus, you, f- you forget how many products they actually make. And they're all you so know. good. And they I are, mean, you know. It's not the really ridiculous a thing one, is on the Line 6 Helix, the overdrive that I'm using is the pillars, mm. the, which is a you know, like a £100 <laughs> overdrive. But it's so good. Yes, yeah. they're, they're so good. They're such a great company, and it's great to see them so high up on our list because I think Indeed. don't Indeed. forget how um, awesome they are. What about number two then, Joe? What's your feeling on number two? 
my feeling is great. I'm really glad it's there because I have got a lot of time for anything that is vintage styled. In a in a world of Strymon and Meris and Chase Bliss, it is lovely to see the simple retro effects. You know, mm. getting there, getting there. Compliments. I don't know. <laughs> so it's the uh, Electro Harmonics JHS standard reissue, uh, also standard version of the Lizard Queen Octave Fuzz. So the story yes. here was that um, Joss at JHS got to, together with another guy who's a avid uh, Electro Harmonics collector, and they built a what they would have designed as a set, a, you know, a seventies original product for electroharmonics they went and said okay if we were going to design a pedal for electroharmonics in the 70s it would be this and uh, they ended up making that as a limited edition big box version and then also they um they then made a standard uh kind of nano version as yeah. well so very very cool and very very popular and again it's electroharmonics it's very cheap. Uh, you know, you're looking at about yeah. 99 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. A ridiculously cool affordable indeed. price. And, you know, th- I'm sure that price is half the reason why it's in at number two. Why not take a punt on a fantastic, well-built, built by some of the people who are the best effects pedal builders in the world, and they're giving you something indeed. for sub 100 pounds? Indeed. Very, very cool Indeed. Which leads us to number one, which was a surprise. And we mentioned it at the start of the podcast. In fact, I sort of gave this one away. In at number one for Reverb, new pedals released this year, the Strymon Cloudburst Ambient Reverb. Wow. I mean, it was it was big. It was it was popular. When was it launched? It was it much earlier in the year, beginning of the year. I think, much earlier maybe? in the year. Like I think first or second podcast we were talking about it. Yeah, uh, I can't remember if it was a NAM thing or or not, but um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It was, uh, I think Anderson's did a video, very, very popular. Um, do you know what? I've not seen it on loads and loads of pedal boards, um, but well, that's not to say that everyone who buys a pedal posts it on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And also not being on Instagram as much. I'm not surprised <laughs> I didn't see it. No. No, I, I've seen it a bit. Like, I, I have seen... It appearing, I think it's it takes its time to work its way onto live players' boards, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's definitely there. I mean, the thing is, two seven nine. I'm not suggesting that's a not a, a decent wedge of money, dear listener, but two seven nine. That's very cheap for what it is. Yeah, um, and I, and I think you know, it, it's some of the you know unique ambient sounds from the Big Sky, exactly. and uh, you know, and not people... everyone wants to spend all that money on a Big Sky. Well, exactly, and I think you know, it's it's a clever move from the company as well, sort of repackaging um, what was popular in some of their other products and making just that popular sound available, um, yeah. and then being able to edit it and adjust it in different ways. So, yeah, I'm. Um, I'm not surprised that is uh, that's number one. So that's number one of the best-selling new pedals released in yeah. 2023. So so where we go from here, Matt, is I figure maybe we move over to guitars right now and we do best new guitars of 2023. Yeah. Then we can come back and we can look at some of the other things. I did find the amp list. The amp list is there on Reverb, so... Okay, um, yeah. We, we've got that as well to, to go through. But maybe we'll do all the new stuff and then we'll see where we are and maybe on Patreon we'll talk about 
the the real nitty gritty dear listener. Yeah, That's so, the most popular pedals without them being new. So best selling new electric guitars of twenty twenty three. Um is that is it the same? I'm just trying to check because I think I think what you have to look at is they do overall best selling electric guitar, uh, but then they do best selling new guitar. Mm. Um, and then they do then they're doing best selling selling used guitar and yeah um that's 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 how they're rolling it but the thing is dear listener i think that i can't find how they're doing their criteria but in best selling new electric guitar of 2023 they have a number of things that have been out for years so i think their criteria is in fact it has to be that it's sold new not that it was made this year because some of the things in there um are definitely things that unless it's stuff that has had new colors this year but i don't know if we would count that Mm. so we'll talk about this but a a lot of these guitars won't make their way into the guitar nerds list all right, where do you want to start, Joe? Well, let's do top 10. There's no point um, going any lower than that. Yes, yeah, so they do yeah. top 20 for, for guitars, but only top 10 in, um, in effects, don't they? So should we just do the top yeah. 10? Here at Guitar Nerds, we're massive fans of Stringjoy guitar strings, and you should be too. Stringjoy, if you don't know, are the world's first true string custom shop, but they also do a whole bunch of standard sets made to the same super high custom shop quality. And one of my favourite things about just how lovely Scott and the team are is the Stringjoy reward system, a bit like a Tesco club card, but cool. Every set of strings you buy earns you points. Each pack is worth a dollar in points, and you can save those virtual dollars and put them towards anything in the Stringjoy merchandise store, which, when you have a bucket of guitars and you're always restringing them, makes for a whole bunch of points and thus free merch. It's just a little thing they've set up to say thank you, but I think it's testament to just what a super bunch of people they are and how deserving they are of your string business. Stringjoy strings are available at stringjoy.com and at 400 plus dealers across the globe. If your local store doesn't stop Stringjoy yet? Ask them to. Yeah, let's do that. I, I mean, this is top ten. If you know what, what, uh, <laughs> what a testament to the big three, as I think we have to refer to them now, which is Fender, Gibson, and PRS, because they are dominating at the moment. They really are. Really it's, are. Um, They're everywhere. It's, They're everywhere. It's amazing. It's yeah. um... one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You know, I think they've kind of found, I guess in some ways found a new market um, by doing things that perhaps aren't as flashy and aren't as uh, dentist as some of their previous You know what, I, I think I've got to start thinking about how I think about PRS because they they are dominating so much. I mean, we'll talk about them, obviously. There have been more Silver Skies released this year. We'll talk about where the Silver Sky is in all the lists this year and where it's been for, since it's come out. It's dominating. I am yet to see one on a stage. I've not played a gig with anyone playing a PRS. Uh, yeah, that could be because, you know, I'm in a heavy prog band, so there is a lot of Gibson. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of offsets and stuff like that in, 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 in what we do. But I have never seen one. I've never been to a gig and seen one. Mm. And I've never seen one at a show. So I think a lot of people just buy them, you know, to I, – I don't know what people do with them whilst they're looking at pictures of <laughs> – of, of John Mayer on the internet. I don't know what they do with them, but uh, I assume that's what they're buying them for because it sure as shit isn't to play them at gigs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I've got to stop doing that. Uh, so many people love him and uh, clearly enough to buy his guitars. They love, love, love him. Um, anyway, let's do the top 10. And they did it in pink. And I think to be fair, everyone buys the pink guitar. Well, Matt, so, we're going to be talking about the dead spec on the gear of the year. And I think for the first time ever, I'm going to be getting well behind it because that is a wicked guitar. <laughs> I think so. It is I... a wicked guitar. And it's the first time for me that they've got it right. Like they've really nailed it. But it is um, well good. Yeah, I would agree. I think it looks great. Uh, limited, I think, as well to maybe only a thousand pieces yeah super limited such a shame because it's the one that could turn me <laughs> yeah i think it's uh it is it does look very very cool but uh should we do it should we do a rundown then joe should we okay in at number 10 prs se hollow body 2 piezo piezo to the americans um okay yeah fine like uh like a double f hole double cutaway I mean, this is, this is the one that I always wanted as a kid. Because is it? I, well, because... Where's Ballin? Well, no, actually, Mike Einzinger from Incubus. Oh, yes, of course. Um, they were interchangeable for me as someone I'll who didn't always, listen to um, Always played, well, played one of those, you know, um, sort of in the early 2000s, and that was the one I always wanted. And for them to do it in a uh, hollow body, I'm not so bothered about the uh, piezo, but uh, yeah. I, I, I love the hollow body. I think it's very cool. And again, just, man, what a guitar for What a guitar for 1,200 quid. Whether you like the piezo or not, you can't argue that it offers a level of versatility mm. unmatched mm. by pretty much any other guitar on the market, and it's 1,200 pounds. Yeah. And you're getting PRS quality. I love the SE line. Because yeah, I feel no, like PRS managed to keep enough of their quintessential quality whilst also retaining a reasonable price point. And I would agree. I would uh, agree. Very, very good. Um, 
In at number nine and number eight, we'll do those at the same time, we've got a double header of The Wrong Way Round. In at number nine, the Gibson Les Paul Standard 50s. In at number eight, the Gibson Les Paul Standard 60s. Excuse me. Yes. That is The Wrong Way Round. Since when did 60s Les Pauls become more popular than 50s Les Pauls? I just, I just wonder if people don't really... No, not know, but care or actually play one and go, oh, yeah. Um, You know, it's just, it's such a mystery and and legacy of different things, isn't it? And I I think for me, we always did do quite a few of the 60s, certainly when we we worked at GAC because of that slimmer neck profile. Yeah, people like it. Yeah. So I think that was always a big thing. People like the. The, it's uh, the a more modern neck profile. neck profile. It's definitely that. But we're talking about two grand guitars here. So it's great to see two, you know, to, to ex- expensive instruments in the top 10. Often <sighs> I, I, top 10s tend to be the, you know, stuff that, well, we will see. They are full of just the stuff that kids can buy because you sell loads of those. You know? And I think as well, you know, we've seen a lot of the custom shops and the Tom Murphys and all that stuff. And they're just crazy money crazy and it's money. and it's and it's like these aren't crazy money and it's like yeah if you love slash and as so many people still do and he is like the gibson brand ambassador it's like yeah yeah they're they're great value for money they're the step up from the studio um and you've got a choice of a, a basically the same guitar with a thick or a thin neck profile you've got a guitar for life there as well if you spend two grand on a gibson that's 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 it you know short of neck breaks (laughs) it's uh it's a guitar don't drop it (laughs) (coughs) um but very very cool very 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 cool cool. great to see that uh great to see both of those um so in at number seven and here's the thing in at number seven there is also a guitar from this range in at 12 and 13 is the squire 40th anniversary series that came out this year and it is their vintage edition Telecaster. Now, here's my hot take on Squire 40th anniversary stuff. Mm-hmm. When it came out, it was like 500 quid. And I don't think, I don't know this, dear listener, I don't think they <laughs> sold any. I don't think anyone bought them because I don't think they looked that good. I think mm. they were all satin finishes, and I don't think anyone was we actually We did talk that about it them. before, didn't we? We talked they, about they it on an earlier nice. podcast. They, they were a lot of money, and they didn't look nice. Mm. And then... Obviously, it came towards the end of the year. You can't really sell a 40th anniversary guitar new in your 41st year. (laughs) (laughs) So all of a sudden, they would be – Toman were flying – these things were going for like 240 quid on Mm. Toman. I assume it was happening on Sweetwater in the States as well. So – this guitar, I believe, is in here, and I, you know, this is this is slanderous. So I have no no basis in reality for saying this, but I reckon this guitar is here because it got bonked out cheap, not because it deserves to be here. Maybe, yeah. I just that didn't necessarily strike me as a really powerful launch this year, um, but. You know, a cool guitar for the money now, but like yeah. you say, I think maybe a tad expensive on launch. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of other great squads that are even cheaper. You know, we've looked at the Sonic series this year. I've got one, and you know, they're they're amazing for the money. Yeah. Um I'd actually say that that was even 
a better launch for me this this year. I think it was the Sonics. Year, Jeremy, just, it was Sonics yeah. this year. Well, we we really thought about putting the Sonics in our top ten, and it was like God, it's, it's such a you know. But we did we did do it with the uh, those old those Epiphones, mm. but uh, you know they didn't quite make it, dear listener, into the shortlist, but. The Sonics were great. Just a really good idea by Square. Indeed. But, anyway, so uh, that's number yeah. seven. Um, uh, in at number six, another, well, offender this time, the American Professional 2 Telecaster. Now, this is an instrument that wouldn't make it into the Guitarnet's list because the American Professional 2 Telecaster is not new. The Professional 2 existed before this year. Yes. Yes, that, indeed. that said, if you are about to go out and spend money on a Fender and you're thinking of spending around £1,500 and it's your last Fender that you want, there are a few things out there better than an American Pro. I think if you're a gigging musician, then this guitar offers you the reliability and the versatility that, you know, that is mm. Fender absolutely to a T. I have gone. I have gone from being very judgy about this series for being too modern to you know because Jay left the American Professional Jazzmaster in my house for the last four years. Or so. <laughs> <laughs> I have grown to love everything about that guitar and this range. I just think Fender doing it really right. Lovely to see a Telecaster actually in the top ten this year after last year's the year of Stratocasters. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, a great guitar for the money. Similar in, I think, a similar kind of breath as the Les Paul Standard 5060s. Great yeah. guitar for the money. Can't go wrong. No. Can't go wrong. Um, I think number five, Joe, might be one of yeah. my favorite launches this year. And I haven't yeah. actually tried one, but I, you know, I've said so many good things. I've watched so many great videos on it. So many people raving about it. Um, it's the uh, Dave Grissom SE um, DGT. So the PRS SE DGT, Dave Grissom Tremolo Signature. They do a couple of colors, but the main one is the gold top with the moon inlays. What a cracking guitar. Super simple, very versatile. Man, and it's £979. It's £1,000. This is a great guitar. If this you're is, a fan uh, of the original Santana model, you know, or, or just PRS not being too blingy, just PRS going, this is a great guitar for mm. any situation imaginable. This yep. is a PRS that I would buy. Yeah, I think this is uh, potentially my, my favourite guitar of, um, of this year, I think. Yeah, yeah, you added it to our shortlist. It's going to be tough to beat, tough to argue against this one. It's a, uh, it's a real great. The the downside for me on this one is the finish, um, gold top, or they did really? a sunburst. They did a tobacco sunburst. I just like something else. I don't like PRS sunburst. They never look good. Um, no, so. but I I like the gold top. I, I must admit, if I was going to buy a new guitar today, uh, yeah. I would be very tempted. This would. Definitely be, you know, I'd say probably almost at the top of my list, I think. Very cool indeed. Yeah. Yes. An excellent guitar. Okay. Next on our list, number... Well, I, I would say, uh, Joe, actually, maybe three three and four. Yeah. <laughs> and even two, very similar because 
two is also the same as in the same breath as number six. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I guess so. Yeah. So three and four, or four and three, dear listener, are both the Fender Player series. And in at four, it's the Stratocaster. In at three, it's the Telecaster. That's right, dear listener. The Telecaster has beaten the Stratocaster this year when it comes to the Player series. Um, which was not the case last year. Last year, it was something like all of the top five were strats or PRS doing strats. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, uh, uh, players won't be included in the Katana to give it the year because, you know, they've been out for years and years. Um, but remain to be absolutely fantastic guitars for the money. Yeah. The fourth and the third. Indeed. Strat in Indeed. And uh, number two... The American Professional 2 Strat. Yeah. So a telly beats a Strat in the player, but a Strat beats the telly when it comes to the Professional 2. Very cool launch. I love the marketing for this. Um, my favorite color in this line had to be Miami Blue. Just <laughs> super, super cool. Um, and again, can't really go wrong. 1700 quid. That would be my pick of the bunch, I think, out of everything they do. Really? Huh? I would even take those over a custom shop, I think. I look at these. I just think there's a lot of custom shops, and I've seen a lot. I've played a lot. And you know what? I think this is as good as any. If you want to go super specific, sure. But, you know, if you really want a cool vintage guitar that sounds good and feels good, for me, it's just an absolute winner. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it is a great guitar, which leads us to number one, dear listener. You know what it is. We know what it is. Unsurprisingly, the most popular guitar of last year is the most popular guitar of this year on Reverb. It is the PRS SE Signature John Mayer Silver Sky. My God, the dragon fruit color is actually cool. It's a Fiesta Red. They didn't have that oh, last I year. I don't, I don't like that color. That's oh, the color I don't about? like. No, no, I do that like that color. color I I'll like. tell you what I do like, the price point of £589. Yes, well, that's the S. Oh, yeah, the SE version. Yeah, yeah, it's the SE that's won. It's the SE that's won. I just realized that because I was looking at PRS Silver Sky and I was like, oh, yeah, that's not the same thing. Yeah, that's the color I don't like. What? I mean, it's it to me. Funny enough, I think it must have been the color that many people didn't like because I think that was the one they were doing super cheap. No, I think earlier it was the green. Year, it was, was the, it green. the green. Yeah. One, I think the green was down at four hundred and eighty-nine pounds earlier in the year or something crazy. Wow. Um, I didn't realize because I think is the summit purple new. Uh, they like, did was, some was new that... colors this year, yeah. But that, yeah, I think um, that I'm, I'm into the, the, the purple. maple came out this year as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm into the purple. Um, I think that's very cool. Um, it's a shame no pink, Te- but I get the reason why. <laughs> technically, we could talk about the SRE, the SE John Mayer Summit Purple Maple model because the maple neck version came out this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I must admit, I, I actually, for me, I think it's the dead on spec is the coolest. Oh yes, I think that's yes. so good. Yeah, so cool. Uh, great finish as well. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I've been thinking about if I ever had the money, I, I, don't, I would be tempted with a silver sky. I, I really would. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they're only five hundred eighty nine quid, mate. That is that is true, but it's not pink, and I would love the Roxy <laughs> pink one. Uh, yeah. Second hand, eighteen nine nine. Um, yeah, maybe that's uh, 
when we get into next year and we uh, we start modding some guitars, maybe we'll get one of those Sonics and uh, we'll, I'll try and make it into a very cheap Silver Sky. That's, that's what I'll do. Yeah, that's the plan. That's a great idea. Indeed. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's the guitars and the um, and the pedals. Should we? We've got five minutes left, Joe. What should we? We're going to finish with uh, we're going to finish with amps. We're yep. going to we're going to take a look um, at uh, at amplifiers. And actually, we are going to tack a little something extra on, on the end as well, Matt. But um, but yeah, let's uh, let's run through amps quickly before we finish. Now, amps have been such poor sellers this year that um, that Reverb haven't even bothered separating them out. They've just given us the overall best-selling amps of 2023. That's all we've got, just an overall list. I think there's just else. less new actual amplifiers launched this year, as we'll I find guess. out when we get to gear of the year. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So this is overall. This can be anything. Um, and interesting to see. So top 10. In at number 10, the Orange Terror Stamp. Um which I thought was called the stomp, but uh, they've said stamp. No, it um, is stamp oh, right. um, you because you stamp on it. Yes, and because I'm, I think they're saying ST and then amp. So stamp. Oh, I understand. Right. Oh, I've got that. I had that wrong all these years. Anyway, that's in at number 10. Okay, so good, like a pedal board style amplifier. Yep, that's in, in line. That tracks. Uh, in at number nine, the Katana 100 Mark II. Yep. <laughs> still there. Still, still there, there in the top 10. Yep. In at number eight, the Katana Mini. No, no, there doubling, you go. Doubling. Um, can't, can you believe it? Um, so, yeah, Katana 100 now, four years, Mark II. Wow. So, there we go. And then, yeah, Katana Mini. I think, can't remember. We did Katana Mini in, what, 2017? So, yeah, it's still years. performing. That's unbelievable. And then, but number seven, Kemper. Kemper still rocking it. Profile, the profile stage. stage. So this is the um, pedalboard version. The pedalboard version. And again, Kemper, they were there first, and they are still selling well. No it's one, no one cares that the interface is rubbish. It's no, still a great sound. It's amp. interesting because they focus mainly on amps. That that's yeah. in the amp category. Yet we've seen so many people switch to things like Quad Cortex, which they're classing yeah. as a modeler. So um, yeah. yeah, very interesting yeah. Uh, how they've done that. Um, number six, something that we haven't talked about for a while, but it's obviously selling Tone Master Deluxe, yeah, uh, from Fender. So these are the solid state versions, and I guess you know, they I remember hearing them at NAM, they do sound very good. They're not solid state, uh, it's the Tone Master Deluxe, not solid state. I thought it's they were mouth. digital, uh, oh, yeah, but like a modeler, not, yeah, um, yeah. not, not valve, but it's not it class AB, is it? It's class, no, it's D. class it's like D. D. Yeah, it's class D, yeah. Uh, as far as I'm aware, it's class D. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, again, you know, it shows people switching away from the, the kind of valve amp things. And uh, a surprise for you uh, at there at number five, Joe, the Rumble 40. <laughs> a practice bass amp. There we go. But, I, but number, I, again, you know, I think from a bass perspective, and I always remember this from working, you know, more so in, in maybe Anderton's, um, but... It's one of the only practice. If you're a bass player, a beginner bass player, uh-huh. it's basically your only option. Yeah, for something that's a little bigger than the Rumble Ten or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And uh, two hundred and fifty quid. It's the equivalent of the Katana fifty for bass players. I guess it's yeah. it's the number one selling bass combo on Reverb. 
Yeah. Uh, number two is the Rumble 100. Number three is the Rumble 25. And number four is the Rumble 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, now, uh, um, in at number four is the Orange Microdark. Still, I can't believe it. Who's buying a Microdark still? I, I didn't even know that it was uh, still a thing. Wow. Um, I thought it go. was like a fun joke back when we were in a guitar shop in like 2013. <laughs> I can't believe it's still selling now. It, and it's in the top five most most purchased things. Yeah. Incredible. No, in- interesting. Uh, and I think the top three oh, are this is unbelievable. Testament. This is testament to uh, the fact that I guess no one's gigging anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um Number three, Yamaha THR 32WL. Uh, the wireless I think version. The wireless version. So I think that might come with the wireless dongle included, maybe. Uh, yeah. But THR has been a consistent seller for over 10 years now. And That's the, great. And, Looks and cool. The, the two, you know, kind of really uh, stepped up a notch. Number two, Katana 50. <laughs> um <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, as Reverb say here, convenience and size dominate the best-selling apps list with portable, lightweight, digital sound packed options and uh, and Fender being edged out uh, more traditionally minded or full-size amplifiers. So, you know, people are moving towards that. Yeah. Um, so, number one. Number one. The Positive Grid Spark 40. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's great. I've got one. I've got the app. They release updates for it, Matt. I get new effects from Positive it's, Grid. Um, it's well good. It's, I mean, they, you know, have been everywhere. You know, you could yeah. turn in any direction without oh, no. seeing one of those. No. They gave uh, us like two. Yeah. So it's um, it's crazy. But um, I definitely know it's been popular. A lot of people are using it. And also um, very much... That I think the thing with those amps is you can have that and you can have your big fender or Marshall or whatever. Yeah. But everyone needs a reason to practice. Everyone needs a small lamp. Yeah. But not everyone needs a Fender Hot Rod Deluxe. Yeah. Or anything like that, you yeah. know. So uh yeah, interesting. So effectively, if you wanted to be uh the person at the top of the trend, you'd be buying a SE Silver Sky, playing it through a um what was the number one pedal? <laughs> I've already forgotten. It was the cloud uh, lift. Uh, oh, the cl- yeah. So you'd burst. have a so you'd have a pure an SE Silver Sky in Dragon Fruit going through a cloud burst into a bias grid. <laughs> if you've got all of those, you win Reaver Bingo. Wow. Um, <laughs> this year. So uh, there wow. you go. How about that? Very cool. Is, Very cool is. indeed. So uh, when Matt and I go over onto the Patreon, which we will do shortly, dear listener, we're going to talk about all the other things, the best-selling used pedals and guitars um, and stuff like that, and some of our favourite things probably from this year. But, uh, but we're not going just yet because uh, before we do – I really, maybe I should have talked about this earlier, but dear listener, I wanted to talk about, um, uh, I wanted to talk about Lewitt mics. Okay. So we use Lewitt microphones for, uh, for our podcast as to 40 watt, um, as does, you know, 60 cycle hum. I don't know if Blake mm-hmm. does over at, at Tone Mob, maybe, but, um, but Lewitt microphones are absolutely fantastic, um, 
you know, incredibly high quality microphones that are also very affordable, which is very good. You know, mm-hmm. their their LCT four forty pure, which is what me and Matt use, is is like two hundred and fifty pounds, and it punches miles and miles above its weight. Now, half the reason, one of the reasons that we got onto using Lewitt microphones was because a friend of the podcast, Dan Pilver, started working there and became the director, um, and uh, you know. He obviously messages us and is like, you should try this. You should try that. Here's this mic. You know, give this a go. See what you think. And uh, and and the mics are great. He's doing a fantastic job. There's, you know, it's testament to why that company have gone from being very small uh, before his watch to being uh, an, a mic company that everyone are talking about now. Um, he has fun. He's he's done something that's that's very very awesome. Um, his very own little project, the LCT four forty pure Vida edition microphone, um, and the Vida edition microphone is it has been produced because Lewitt have teamed up with the Austrian NGO, which is a rainforest of the Austrians, by acquiring thirty thousand square meters of rainforest in Costa Rica and placing it under protection. So with every unit sold of the LCT 440 Pure Vida Edition, part of the proceeds directly support the cause, which is a brilliant thing for an amplifier, uh, for, for a microphone company to do, or, you know, almost out of nowhere. Um, and it's a great mic. It's, in fact, the mic that I, I'm using, the very mic, the LCT 440 Pure, um, the Vida edition essentially is in a in a gorgeous dark green, um, and yeah, you can pick one up for like two hundred and forty five pounds. Check it out. Listen to the sound samples. You don't just have to listen to this podcast or anything that we create. Listen to all the sound samples on their website to get a real idea. Because I appreciate it. this is going to go through, you know, my production stuff. Then whatever your the company is you're listening to. Plus, it's being recorded online, so you know the audio quality is only going to be fair on this go listen to some of their demos because it's uh it's absolutely fantastic but i have been putting together like a track where i wanted to use the lewitt vida for everything so i've used it for the acoustic guitar i've used it to mic up um, my blues junior for the lead guitar for the backing guitar the ambient guitar i placed the mic over the other side of the room and i used it to record my partner emma's vocals so here is a little track made up just using that mic just in real testament to how fantastic that very affordable mic is and how <laughs> look i do a podcast for a living and this microphone does or everything I need for less than £300. So um, here is this uh, track just before Matt and I finish up this podcast. Yeah, excellent.
Very cool indeed, Mr. Joe. Bada boom. All with a really affordable microphone, dear listener. If you record at home, why wouldn't you get one of these? And, you know, save the rainforest, people. Indeed. Indeed. Great stuff. Exactly. Yes. Well, that, in fact, brings us up to the end of season four of the Guitar Nerds podcast, dear listener. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for continuing uh, to listen to us all this time. Uh, We're going to head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. You can head over there to dear listener and listen. Uh, We've got several tiers. A dollar a month gets you the main podcast advert free some people complain there are too many ads maybe i'll ask less people to advertise with us less next year at the second tier and the third tier you get access to our patreon exclusive content at the 10 year at 10 year 10 dollar tier i will um i'll say your name i'll introduce you and celebrate you at the end of every podcast and i want to do that uh just as this is the last episode of season four so um matt and i are gonna go over to patreon now um, but before I do, thank you so much to Nicholas Storm, Rocket Rob Patterson, Phil Sadler, Marcus Deluxe, Suresh, Dorsonic Pickups, Rob Witherden, Chris Franklin, Anton Fryant, Barry Gresbick, Steve Davis, Daniel Walker, John Conaway, Russell Healing, Yogi the Guitarist, Ty Allen, Kyle Harris, Sean Hughes, Andy Hoffler, Eric Hemmer, Jeffrey Wax, Dan Pilver, Brian Einsler, Dylan Griffiths, Mark Hazal Kadawaki, Eric File, Peter Pesce, Andy Manley, Joe Puttick, Blake Wyland, Phil Radomski, Dave Lee, Ross Edwards, Jason Wharton, James Dorr, Jake Gray, Derek Rich, Scott Kennedy, Steve Merkel, Abe Matthews, Christopher Loseth, Stephen Burke, Robin Smith, Kytopia the Band, J.D. Short, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Rob Nordvik, Scott O'Brien, and Moog Gravit. There we go. That was uh, all our our top tiers. So, yeah. Happy days. Thank you very much for supporting, and uh, thanks for another great year. Yeah, thanks for another great year, dear listener. We'll see you on the Patreon special. Patreon special, the Gear of the Year special, or the Patreon, possibly. Farewell. Goodbye. (laughs) 